Anyways, uh, today, as we continue Hebrews chapter 3, I, I think we ended on um, 16 to 18, right? All right, let us pray. Uh, dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for the confidence that you give to us in Christ Jesus. Lord, we know that we live in our pilgrimage of faith. Grant us uh, your sustaining word as you lead us by your spirit and guide us in your truth. But guard us from the evil foe that he may have no power over us. Look after us and guide us always in your eternal word that sets us free. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> I remember before Wayne, uh, I'd always wear sandals. Because I was from Southern California, you know, in, even in the snow. And people were like, you're crazy. You're crazy. And then uh, when it hit 48 degrees, that was shorts and church day because it was so warm. And uh, think of it, our weather today and... This is too hot. So anyways, uh, 14 and 15. Um, yes, chapter 3. Uh, we see right here, so we could read that for me. For, anyone? 14 and 15. For we have come. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly till the end the confidence we had at first. As has just been said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Okay, so again, uh, we come to share in Christ. Again, this is a, oh, we got standing room only. Hey, Anthony, here, here's a oh, chair. Good. You sure? Sorry for putting a spotlight on you. Water coffee. <laughs> oh, water cooler. That's right. Uh, so, so here uh, we see, uh, again, uh, if we, as, as we have come to share in Christ. Again, earlier in verse 13, exhorting one another. So, well, we talk about this unity as a church, this unity uh, in our faith. Uh, we are together, and, and we, we walk together, and we exhort one another. So again, as I said last week, if you see someone that you haven't seen in a while, uh, call them. See how they're doing, uh, because we very well know that on this pilgrimage of faith, what can happen? Uh, we can wax and wane and, and go on our own way, and that original confidence uh, can, can go by the wayside, because we are human, and, and we are sinful. And uh, here uh, the writer is saying, uh, we share, right? What is that sharing? In the original confidence of God. And, and that is, uh, uh, or the original confidence firm to the end. And, and that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? Um, again, uh, that is why I think uh, for us as Lutherans, especially as pastors, we are always uh, taught uh, to visit our people um, because whether they can come or not to church, uh, our job is to visit them and to give them the words of consolation constantly. And, and this is, I think, very important. The original confidence is what we preach and teach because that's what we share in, right? That's, that's what binds us to God, our Father, uh, by the blood of Christ. And this is the key message of all that we teach is that original confidence. Because in that original confidence, I'm going to write on the board today, Jeff. <laughs> Unlike last week. <laughs> Just because. Uh, <laughs> um, in that original confidence, which is Jesus. Oh. Oops. That's gone forever <laughs> until we get new cabinets. 25 years. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll remember it. Anyways, uh, original. 
original confidence, uh, and this is Jesus, original confidence is uh, his death and resurrection. Again, this is uh, very important, and we hear it time and time again. Original confidence is, when we talk about sharing in, we can go to the sacraments. That's my S. Is that an S? I don't know. My brain. I pray for it every day. Anyways, um, <laughs> the sacrament, this one's getting a little off too. We're going all colors today. Um, oh, we got our ne- Neapolitan or a Spumoni. Anyways, uh, <laughs> got the brown going in here. Uh, we see, <laughs> I love Spumoni, if you know what that is. Uh, body and blood of Jesus. And, and that is uh, the supper. Yes, old spaghetti factory would always give you Spumoni at dessert. Remember that? When it, that was, used to be really popular, Old Spaghetti Factory. Anyways, um, it is. is it? I haven't been, I, up here I haven't seen one. Yeah, Riverside, oh, Duarte. Oh, that's deep. Uh, Fullerton has one. Fullerton, I don't know, sorry, we're going on. Sorry guys, I'm online, we're talking about Spaghetti Factory. I know, I know. It's hard up here, we don't really have too much. Um, but we... Uh, we have, I know they're, um, they're chicken alfredo mm, with broccoli, so good. Anyways, uh, we see, we see uh, <laughs> the Holy Supper. And um, again, when we talk about um, holy, why is this important? Original confidence, again, this is all gifted to you by our Lord, by his grace. Why is, why is um, when we talk about confidence, uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned this in a sermon. I talked to, uh, referred to Pete in one of the sermons about having confidence, let's say, in your golf swing. Um, what? Is there confidence in your golf swing? No, I think that's an impossible. Even for pros, they probably have that moment of, uh-oh, I just, I just sliced one into the water. What am I going to do next? But when we talk about original confidence, we know that if it's rooted in our human nature, what happens to that confidence? Or is there eternal, true steadfast confidence in the human nature? Can we exude that ourselves by our own human will and strength? Even Jeff. No, right? Um, That confidence, that steadfastness is only in the eternal promises and word of God, right? Uh, If we're focusing on our original confidence in what it means to be Christian, in what we have done, uh, or what we give to God in a sense, and that's good. You know, we, we should do good works. We should love and serve him in his name. I'm not saying that uh, that is not what we ought to do. But if that becomes your confidence, then that's where uh, your salvation is based on your works. Your forgiveness is based on, uh, on what your moralism is and, and all these things, right? But our original confidence is in, in the gift of God and his grace, and namely his Jesus, uh, the Jesus death and resurrection for the forgiveness of our sins, and here, by the fruits of that, we have the sacrament, where there we too have our confidence. And I guess my question is, why, why is the supper and baptism of the Lord, uh, why, why are they holy? Why are they holy? Why do we call them holy? They're from God, who is holy, because Christ gave them. That's right. That's right. Very good. Um, good answers. Both of you. Not that I'm not surprised, but just... <laughs> You know? Boom, right there. That's what, it, that's what it's all about, right? I don't know why I'm so energetic today. Take a breath. Anyways, um, <laughs> you know, I've lessened my coffee these days. My wife drinks a bunch, but um, 
coffee for dinner. I'm like, no thanks. She asks me every night. I'm like, no thanks. Anyways, but uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that can go in so many different ways. <laughs> Don't ask my wife. Anyways, so uh, we see right here. Uh, these are, these are God things, right? These are Christ things. And when we talk about holy things, um, these are set apart for you. So when we talk about the Holy Supper, these are not of the world, but these are of God. Holy baptism, this is not of the world, but this is what God gives to you. This is all confidence in a sense where you are holy, right? By the holy gifts of our Lord, namely Jesus Christ. Jesus is holy. Why is that so important? Because that means he is sinless, the acceptable sacrifice, and that you are forgiven of all your sins. It's by our holy Lord, his faithfulness, that there, uh, in his death and resurrection, you have that confidence, but also in the sacrament, as you receive it time and time again, the true body and blood of Jesus, these are the holy things. As you daily live in your baptism, in this baptismal life, this is the holy gift that God has set you apart so that you are the holy ones by faith, right? And this is the original confidence to the end. This is what keeps us firm to the end. And I say this because, let's say, um, I know we have one of our shut-ins right now. I know this is on YouTube Live, so I won't be too detailed, but um, I will behave. Yes, I will. Um, uh, there are things going on in the mind that, um, you know, as you get older, dementia sets in. But yet the other day, you know, when we were having uh, communion together, uh, you know, as she still remembers these gifts, um, as we were going through the order, she, um, she remembered the Lord's Prayer. And when we talk about being firm to the end, I'm not saying it's because of her works that she's firm to the end, but this life of faith, right? She knows these very words that she heard time and time again, and this is what her faith is. And I think that is always, as a pastor, a reminder of how the word works continuously in one's life, even to the end, this word of God. And that's the point, I guess, I want to name here for you, is that this is, this is your confidence. Omega, do you need a chair? Oh, 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 Rob's, oh, Rob's coming, right? Um, so here we see, uh, again, uh, the, the, this original confidence. So, so remember that. Uh, when you talk about your own confidence, um, you see right here that this is, your confidence is in the gift of God. So God is doing the work, and you are receiving all these gifts by faith. And this is your confidence. And the promise that is connected by his word is that gift of eternal life and forgiveness, right? Now, can we, can we reject this? We can. Um, how, how does that work? Right? We see right here, and I know I'm going a little backwards here, exhort one another every day as long as it is today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, Right? Um, at the same token, <clears throat> we very well know of the flesh and how what happens, let's say, when we, when we just stop hearing the word, stop praying, and just kind of living our fleshly life. What can, what can happen there? What happens to this confidence? How does it morph or evolve or change? Where does that confidence well, soon locate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and this is uh, definitely uh, the danger, right? The door open for Satan to come and snatch away your treasure. And, and again, Satan's always Ready. crouching at the door, as we talked about in Genesis, right? Uh, but our answer is, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, the life of prayer. God answers us, right? But when we, uh, uh, when we see that exhorting for today, uh, we very well know uh, that uh, this, this confidence can, um, can, can go by the wayside. And this is where we're vigilant in the word, hearing it, receiving it, studying it uh, constantly um, as a body of Christ. So again, when we talk about our church here at Faith Lutheran, COVID has, it's great to see everyone here. Uh, but I know COVID has caused so many different pictures in everyone's mind. Um, and and uh, I, I know everyone comes from different perspectives on that. But the key is, is that we need to stick together because we know how important our confidence is in Christ Jesus and the word that he gives. That's why we stick together, because this word is our truth. This word is how we stand confidently, not wondering if we're saved, but indeed stand firm that we are forgiven of our sins. Right. So when I look at our church, uh, I think, again, we are a we are a family. I know in this American culture that is slowly kind of becoming more individualized. Right. But we are family and we we cry together. We, we pray together. We weep together, but also we rejoice together in the reality of the death and resurrection of our Lord. So, again, uh, be wary. As the Hebrew writer is saying here, do not let your hearts be hardened in the rebellion. Right. Okay, um, verse 16 to 18. Verse 16 to 18, if someone could read that. <clears throat> who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they, not all of, were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the desert? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not those disobeyed. Okay, so, so for were for where for were those who heard and for who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Okay, so this is again he's talking about uh, the Israelites, right? Um, again, I mean, you see through the book of Hebrews how he the writer is constantly talking about the Israelites as an example to them of what it means to have the hardened heart. Again, they, as we always say, they, they had the miracles before them. They saw all of these things that were happening, but yet we know what they, they were conflicted with, right? With their own unbelief, with their own rebellion um, and their hardened hearts that at the end of the day, there was a consequence. There's always a consequence, right? In a sense of that hardened heart and that is of destruction. And see, this is the thing, you know, with a hardened heart, uh, uh, we, we see the cautionary reminder for the Israelites because we too, that hardened heart is real. It's that callous that at, at, at one time just says, you know, I'm done. I'm enough. I'm good. If there's a God, he's good. I'm good. It's all good. Word, all that stuff, mm, don't need it anymore. And this is kind of the, the, the constant, uh, what's it, the constant pattern that we see in us humans um, is that failure in that hardened of heart. And that begins with, again, uh, failing to see today, failing to see the word and the original confidence in God's word, right? This is what the Israelites' plight was. They, they were promised the promised land. Promised the promised land, that's right. Um, but <laughs> redundant. 
I hate being redundant. I tell my kids, don't be redundant in your essays. Get to the point. Anyways, so I get why they are redundant. Anyways, um, but, um, yes, that's right. I won't bring up Abe's Spanish essay that he wrote. It was so funny. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, um, yes, where were we? Oh, sorry, uh, thinking of Abe again. Um, so, so, we, so here we see their disobedience, and we see the great danger, right? Um, I, I think for us here, let's be honest, as we look at the Israelites, as we are in their shoes, what are some of the, for your own personal, you don't have to get too deep, but uh, your own personal experience, when we talk about the hardened heart, what are those times in life where you said, oh, wow, that was a, that was a path that I was going down that definitely was callousing my heart? Uh, what, when you think about all those moments in life, what was one thing that wasn't there in those moments? I think for all of us, we can agree. But what is one thing in that period of life, let's say, where you were, whatever you were going through, uh, what is one thing that was probably not there uh, in, in that moment? That's a weird question, I know. Church? Church? Any kind of spiritual guidance. Uh-huh. All right. The word, right? The word, yeah, the word in church. But what, what is it about that when we're in those moments? Oh, yeah, it's there. You know, I'm only, let's say, 19 years old, 24 years old, even 32 years old. That's still young, right? 32? Totally. <laughs> Sorry, I got to check the temperature of the crowd here. <laughs> Anyways, but, <laughs> but, but what is it about, uh, oh, that can, that can wait. I have time. I have time. But what are, we, what are we really saying in those moments, if you look back? What are we really saying? Well, what you want to do is more important. You don't need that. What, what, what is our view of the word in those moments? That, that it's not that important. It's not necessary. What is our view of our confidence in that very moment? We can do it. Yeah. And, and see, we see that's the Adam and Eve deception as well. We can do it. Um, and, and we see the garden. We see ourselves. And this is the plight uh, of the Israelites, but also the Hebrews, who were falling away to their old nature, to their old way of Judaism. Uh, in the midst of persecution, they would fall away as well because, well, it was just troubling in itself. Um, and a- again, this is where that hardened heart uh, really comes in. The abandonment of God's word is our greatest danger, right? So, um, yeah, um, the word of God is our confidence. And this is what we continue uh, to, to grow in. That's why we have all the studies that's why we have all the devotions, and most importantly, that's why we have the divine service. Right here, original confidence, right? I, it's think, like the, that, I think the really, uh, the really interesting about uh, liberal theology is they, they always say you've got, you got to get things in the right context. They, they recontextualize scripture so it says the opposite of what it says. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and that's another thing. I think false teaching is, is a big thing these days. Uh, people love it. Um, and, and no surprise, because that's what, that's what the end times will be about. Many will fall away to false teaching. But anyways, uh, here we see uh, verse 19. If someone could read that, verse 19. So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. All right, unbelief. That is the sign of apostasy, falling away. Rather than trusting in God's word, their fate was sealed by their unbelieving hearts. Right, so... Uh, Unbelieving, that is failure to believe, rejecting the original confidence, Jesus Christ. 
the word and the sacrament, right? And, and again, w why this is a blessing is because, as I told you earlier about our shut-in, who, who, um, who though there's many things that she has forgotten, there's one thing she remembers. And there is something about that original, original confidence to the end, that this is our comfort and that is Jesus. So, uh, you know, when we talk about unbelief, it, it is real. The parable of the sower shows us that clearly. Uh, but how are we sustained? By the strengthening of faith through the word of God. Something is happening here. Anthony's standing up there because he's, he's, he's young and strong and he, can, he doesn't have a hurt back uh, when he stands for prolonged periods of time. Um, when you turn 41, you start getting a, like, like mine. But, <laughs> but uh, and I'm pretty sure it just kind of gets worse as the years go by. Hopefully not. Back surgery, maybe. But the point is, is that, uh, uh, like for his kids, Anthony, and for all of our young kids here, um, what a blessing they are here to hear God's word. The Holy Spirit works through that word. And the Holy Spirit is giving them the original confidence to the end. The reason why Anthony gets up in the morning, and I know my kids aren't that young anymore. They are still young, comparatively. I know I'm talking about young. <laughs> They're still young. Uh, I remember that my wife would be like, every morning, Sunday morning would be just, it would be a gauntlet of, it would just be a gauntlet, right? Uh, to say the least. Uh, but yet, when they're, when they're here, it, it, that's why, because we know the Holy Spirit is working by that very word, giving them the confidence of Christ. Yeah, I always tell my kids, you know, you're blessed. You know why? Like, why? Because you always hear the for you ever since your birth. You didn't have to go the long way like I did. You know, it's like rather than going on the five freeway to LA, I went on like the 170 to the 101, and then it took us to the side streets, and all these ways, and then there was an accident, so I had to wait there, you know, roadblock, detour, you know how it is, and finally I got there, but that confidence is... And the kids are like, yeah, Dad, we know you walked 20 miles to school. No, I took the bus. I took the bus in Seal Beach, but uh, it was like a 20-minute drive to school, but uh, in the bus. Sometimes I was late running to the bus stop. I won't go there. Anyways, but the point is, is that uh, th this is what we're talking about here, about being blessed in the sense of uh, we enter uh, through Christ. And that is the original confidence. Without Christ, there is no entrance because he is the only way, right? Your last breath will be full of confidence because it is all here what you receive time and time again by the word of God as he sustains you in the one true faith, Right? So, again, if I do call you, perchance, um, out of the blue, if I haven't seen you in a while, um, all I care is this for you, um, because at the end of the day, this is your confidence. Um, and um, I pray that you will continue, uh, as the Lord will uh, uh, lead you in this word, always, um, in this true confidence that he gives by his gospel. So, anyways, uh, yeah, read the notes. I didn't really go over it again. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> these notes take longer than you think. It's weird how I don't use them. What a, not a waste of time that I do them, but maybe I just memorize them. I don't know. We read them. We, we read them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, good. While you're talking, yeah. Does it follow? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, who knew? Um, <laughs> therefore... So we could read verse 1 of chapter 4 if you have your handout. If you need some more, I think we have maybe some left. Maybe not. I told Jeff to only do 14. 
I know, we ran out. All right. Uh, so, could you verse 1 for me in, in the Bible? Chapter 4. All right. So, so let us uh, fear, right? What does that mean? What, is, what does fear mean? Let us fear. It kind of says in your notes, hint, hint, as I look at them finally. What, what, what does fear mean? Let us fear. Thank you. You read it. <laughs> uh, Vigilant, watchful, sober-minded. What does that mean, you guys? Serious. What does that mean? Um, vigilant, watchful, sober-minded, and serious. Sorry, my writing is horrible today. Uh, but what, what does this mean about let us fear? Like when we're walking in our life of faith, we know that we are saved and redeemed, right? Yes? Yes? Because Jesus died and rose for us and we have the sacramental life of, of his gifts. But yet at the same time, what do we know that is against us as we walk in this, in this life of faith? What is the plaza, possible spiritual tension or attack that we face? Right? The devil prowls around us like a lion. A yes. Lion. So does he throw his darts at us? Yes, he, he definitely attempts to throw his darts at us. And as Christians, as we persevere in the faith, it says right here, therefore. So therefore is kind of that a re- reminder of what has just been written. While the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear, right? Um, and, and that is, uh, uh, as we walk vigilantly, we call it, as you, have, have you heard of the term church militant? The church militant? Uh, as we continue in this day, the church triumphant, you know, the ones that have gone to the Lord, but yet for us, we continue to fight. Though the battle has been won, the fight is among us. Though we have victory and God has conquered salvation for us and crushed the devil's head by his very work upon the cross, uh, we continue to face uh, our sin in the flesh and the devil. And there, let us fear is what? When sin is ever before us, what do we do? We re re Pent. Yeah, when I put my lips together, you're like, that must be a P, right? Pent. Um, um, but but what, what happens without fear? What, what, what is that life without fear in this context, right? In this context. What is a life in this context that let us not have any fear? Because all is hunky-dory and all is good. Yeah, party time. Oh, Wayne's World. That's right. Party time. Excellent. That's right. <laughs> complacency, right? Uh, uh, and do we see that in our lives? Yes, yes we do. Uh, I, the foremost, see it in my life. Um, even though I'm neck high in the word all the time, cr- creating everything for, uh, trust me, it's easy to be complacent and to fail to see the spiritual battle that is at hand. Does that make sense? It's so easy to live on the surface level, isn't it? I mean, just, how's your day? Good. How's your day? Bad. How do we gauge that? By the circumstances of our life. Um, And, oh, I feel good, so I must be good, even though it might be indulging in some type of sin, right? Uh, We just kind of live like our old Adam loves to live, by the flesh. And here we see that 
that spiritual reality of hymn 716, I, I walk in danger all the way. But yet in that danger, we have the triumphant gift of Christ. So it doesn't mean that we don't suffer or we don't face the spiritual attacks. We're not a prosperity gospel people here. We're, we're the, the, the reality that the devil does attack, but yet he has been won by Christ. The battle has been won, but yet at the same time, and this is the paradox, we continue to face uh, that danger, even though it has been won by our redemption. Ping. Even if we tithe, God's not going to give us 10 times more bad? Um, not necessarily. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> but, but again, tithing, what a great... I came from an assembly of God background. Oh, all right, that's a discussion for another day. But um, we, we see right here, uh, uh, we see that watchful, sober-minded. Again, sober-minded, right? What's the opposite of sober-minded? Drunk. Being spiritual, the, the, the dissipations, the, the cares, and the spiritual drunkenness of this life. Um, and, you know, as you are spiritually drunk, right, there is no... Yes, yes. Um, so again, uh, this, is, uh, this is that exhortation to you. Uh, it's not that you're trying to get there. That's not what it's saying here. It's you are already there. The Hebrew Christians, they're there in this scripture. You are there. But yet, until the end of time, for us and for our kids, this is what they face. And our answer will always be Jesus, right? And that's why we hear what we hear time and time again, the original confidence. All right, verse 2, so we could read that. Verse 2. For we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them, because those who heard did not combine it with faith. All right. So for good news came to us just as to them. Now, again, the Israelites... Did they deserve the exodus? Did they deserve the, the Passover lamb? Did they deserve it? Did, did God say, oh, you're good, you're good people, so now I decided to do this for you? Is that, is that how it worked? Did they say, look, Lord, 50 good works. Give us the Passover lamb. Give us the Red Sea. Give us the water from the rock. Uh, give us the manna and quail. Give us the promise. Was it because of their... That's right. So when we talk about the Passover lamb, the freedom from death to life, from slavery to, to, to freedom, we know that this is all credited to, to God. And that, in essence, is the good news, the noticias, right? The, yes, so, so when we talk about uh, the good news, and right here, it says, for good news came to us just as to them. Their good news was the promised land. Now, again, what is the promised land foretelling? Kingdom of God and Jesus Christ, right? Uh, and this was a foretelling of what was to come in the, the, the true Passover lamb, right? From the Old Testament Passover lamb to the true Passover lamb, the one who takes away the sin of the world. Uh, this is where the good news is. Uh, but the message did not benefit them because they were not united by faith. We see uh, their lack of faith and we see the result of their hardened heart. They were unreceptive to the word. Um, yes, they could not endure. Um, and, um, yeah, that, I, I think when we talk about endurance of faith, uh, trust me, you all have something going on in your life that's probably deep down that's, what's the word? 
grueling, troublesome. I get it, trust me. But, but here we see that reminder of, of the word of God and, and the promise that he gives and um, how he is leading us through our pilgrimage of faith, all by his word and sacrament. So again, it, it, is, it is that constant in this life of faith to see and believe. Uh, and there, as we see in verse three to five, if we could read that. For we who have believed entered that rest, as he has said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, through five you say, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage he said, they shall not enter my rest. All right. So when we talk about uh, verses 3 to 5, for we who have believed enter that, what is, what is that rest? What is, what is that rest? Okay, so, so there's many forms of rest, right? Uh, it could be your lazy boy. Uh, if you have a lazy boy, I don't. But um, if, if I had one, um, oh man, I could uh, sink into that. But, um, but what is that rest? What is... What is that rest? Okay, good. What, what is so dist- when we're talking about that, that's a good one, eternal life. Uh, what is that rest, you guys? Anyone else? Sanctuary with Christ. Being with God? Very good. Anyone else? No longer subject to sin. The wages of sin is death. That's right. Glenn's bringing the... Uh, the literal Bible scripture in, 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 <laughs> into the equation, which is very good, right? Uh, overcome, we overcome, or we are, uh, we overcome death, or de- death has been overcome for us. Uh, anyone else? So that means worry free, right? Yeah. So right? Is that a word? I always like putting dashes. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, we are. Forgiven, that means we have a peaceable conscience. That means we are no longer terrified of our sin in the sense of that uh, we don't have an answer for our sin. Um, That rest, right? And all this is what? All this is by Ephesians 2, 8, 9, Dave. Grace. Jesus. Faith. Word. Right? So again, all this is, is, is given by our Lord. And um, uh, this is that rest. I think uh, the other big rest is what you were referring to before. We are fearless at that point. Yes. There's nothing to fear. So there is that courage, yeah. that take heart as I, right? Do not fear. Um, uh, like the, yeah, the disciples in the water uh, with the storm. Take heart as I do not fear. Uh, so again, uh, what we talk about, oh, perseverance, right? In a sense of that persevering rest in a sense where we know that all is finished and we continue to walk in the rest of Christ. And here it is all given by the word. 
So again, this is how the Holy Spirit works to give you that rest. Now, what's the, you know, you all gave the faithful answers uh, to what rest is, but just to play devil's advocate, um, what is the wrong way to look at rest? Even though some, some of them are valid for our own physical being, because we all need physical rest, but what is the wrong way to see rest? Or, day off. Oh, day offs are good, though. <laughs> Chris, you have to take a day off, right? I know you work hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, all right, day off. Yeah, we all have our day off. I mean, God rested and, and we rest. Go ahead. Nothingness. Nothingness, all right. Uh, maybe we, now, now when we talk about resting in, let's say, um, I'm too tired to hear God's word. I need to rest today. Is that I'm too tired to hear God's word. I need to rest today. Does, is that a, what kind of sentence is that? Uh, Not a run-on sentence, I know. But, but, yeah, I need to rest. But what we're also saying is that God's word, what am I saying about God's word? I don't need to hear God's word today because I need to rest. What does that, what am I saying? I don't need God's word. It's too much work for me to, do, to, to handle today. It's been a long week, and I need to rest. I, I don't, I'm just too tired to hear God's word. Um, do, yeah, that's right. Oh, getting, getting dark, Chris. Uh, <laughs> but it's true. I think for all of us, we could raise our hand and say, that is what we have said. Uh, every time that word is near us, we say, oh, too busy, too tired. I need my rest. My football team's on. My kid's soccer game is there. Um, I've had a long week. Um, I just need to rest. And again, the great deception is finding that rest in the false rest, that unique rest in the false rests of this world. And trust me, the devil is doing what every Sunday morning? He's saying, Janice, come on. It's been a long week. You've got more important things to do, right? Uh, don't, don't go to church or, or Dave. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding. But the, the point is, is that uh, the devil works on us in so many different ways where I think uh, uh, when we talk about um, this doing, uh, when we talk about that rest is something that we do or hearing God's word is something that we do, as Ashley said, you know, it, it, it's not. It's, he, is, he is working on us. As, as Pete uh, Walker would say, um, that we are receiving his gifts, right? Um, and um, this is what that rest is, right? Uh, the promise is given to the Israelites. They had it. He said, you will reach the promised land, but their great strife was their own hardened heart. A- and here we see uh, uh, how that rest was forsaken. And for us, uh, how that rest is continually uh, given is through that very, that very word. So being, um, hearing God's word, studying God's word, what a great form of rest that is. Because trust me, I know all, for myself, time change was great, I'll tell you. <laughs> but man, you know, it's like, you know, that rest, that humanness of sin says, oh, you know, your rest is of the world, so you rest the worldly way, not in the spiritual way, because the worldly way is so much easier 
and so much restful. At the end of the day, what the devil doesn't tell you is that, I don't know about you, when, you, when I don't hear God's word, uh, just in one week, uh, just... There's nothing to say, right? And that's why this is so great uh, as you hear it. So, uh, again, you know, um, this is our pilgrimage as we walk together as a church body, as a family, um, um, in the good news that has been given to us. All right, uh, let's end there because it's already late. Uh, i got to prepare for next service. But um, keep, keep this, and we'll start with verses 6 to 7 next week. 6 to 7. Circle that so I forget. I'm asking you again, where did we end? And um, we will stop there. Uh, Let us close uh, with a word of prayer. Our dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for the rest that you give, uh, the rest that is in the confidence in Christ Jesus that you have outpoured to us. Lord, by the riches of your grace, grant us your peace as we uh, continue to walk in faith. Lead us, guide us, and strengthen us always in your eternal word. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.